Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Podcast. Spooky Wimatanye, Amy. Spooky Wimatanye, Jackie, and listeners. <laughs> Are you terrified? Are you afraid? What's that? What's that behind you? Oh. Oh. It's us. It's the wind. <laughs> or is it us? This is obviously a Halloween episode of Ho Yeah Podcast. <laughs> If you weren't sure. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, prepare thine self for our Halloween episode. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm losing my energy now. <laughs> I know. We blew it on the opening that we had to do 20 times. <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, but yes, this is a very special episode. You may have noticed that we jumped slightly ahead. Yes, in the did. series to season two, because season one does not have a Halloween episode. But we figured what better time to do it than now, Halloween time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Suck it, Christmas. Yeah. Christmas can suck it. Halloween's my favorite <laughs> season of the year or, you know, holiday. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm glad we're doing this extra spooky, extra special episode. So, yes, we jumped ahead, Jackie. Season two, episode four. Hill-o-ween. Hashtag K-O-T Halloween. <laughs> Enter our costume contest, goddammit. That's right. <laughs> Your time is running out. It is. I mean, I assume people are, you know, waiting to share their costumes until actual Halloween. But <laughs> I know. Time that is a good point. Is running out. Before we get into the episode, we, of course, have some shout outs to do. Mm-hmm. Amy, would you, you like indeed. to start off with your shout outs? And these are oh, I would love oh, to. For the for the spooky episode, these are not shout outs, they're scream outs. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. So for my first scream out. I would actually like to highlight an email that we got. Um now, I'm not going to read the whole email. It's, you know, it, it's a little personal. I'm not going to put this person on blast or anything, but it's lovely. It was a lovely, heartwarming email. I am going to read just a little snippet of it. It is from Jordan, which I believe you are microformed on Instagram. And it says, Ho oh yeah, ho oh yeah, team. There is nothing more exciting than the mornings where you drop new episodes and I drive the 90. Ugh, minutes to work, thinking of what I'd like to write to you about, and then forgetting by the time I get there. Listener from the start. So thank you so much. You know, and then it goes into more, but again, I'm not gonna go into the whole thing. But it, it is a really lovely email. Thank you so much for sending it to us. It really, it really meant a lot it to us. It meant so it was a beautiful email. I really appreciate it. And it was so lovely and personal and and it was great. Loved it. Thank you so much, Jordan. Thank you so much. Jackie, how about your scream out? (laughs) Well, I have a few scream outs this episode. My first one comes from a message we got on Instagram at our Instagram Pod, And it is from Atomic underscore Tommy 89. And it just says... (laughs) 
I stumbled upon this show and I absolutely love it. You dudes are hilarious, smart, and captivating. Every time I listen, I feel like I'm sitting in a room with a group of friends talking about my favorite show. I love that. Amy's laugh is the greatest laugh that has ever existed, and it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Couldn't agree with you more. So don't feel insecure or discouraged. You keep on being you, girl. Keep up the great work. Can't wait for season two, three, four, five, and all the other shit you're doing. Bye, Condios. Thank you. Atomic <laughs> underscore Tommy89. Thank you. That's really nice. Thank you. I'll I'll make sure to laugh extra loud for you <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> so do you have another one? Don't you want to do I your do. yourself? Yes. So I have two iTunes reviews. The first one is from Claire Bear 83613. And the subject says, Oh yeah. And it says, you know. When several of my friends have been concerned that I've been sobbing in a corner and I've had to correct them, oh no, I was laughing so hard at a podcast that I was crying, that you're on to something special. I think when Jackie was talking about poop, I blacked out a little. I was laughing so hard. These women are amazing and I can't wait for the following 12.5 seasons of this podcast. Thank you, Claire Bear 83613 That's so nice. I, you know what? I blocked out when I was pooping and I'm glad you could have, (laughs) you could experience something similar from (laughs) from my pooping. I'm glad my pooping has made other people black out as well. (laughs) Oh, I, I also lost my shit when Jackie was talking about, she almost took me, she took my ass out. I was done. I was exhausted and elated after that. It was, Goddamn hilarious. Loved it. <laughs> the suffering my body and my butthole went through were worth it. <laughs> and my next iTunes review, thank you, Claire Bear. And my next iTunes review um, is just a little tiny one. And it's from a special gal I know up in Long Island, Aww. New York. The name is Rather Be in London. And the subject is fucking amazing shit. Watch your language. And it says, keep doing what you're doing, gals. And I chose that not just because it's nice, but because it's from my little baby sister, Sabrina. Sabrina! Thank you for listening. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, what a great time for, what a great episode for her to be, you know, screamed out at. Yeah, scream out to you, Sabrina. Yes, I appreciate it so much. That, That made me feel so good. So special shout out to Sabrina. Love you. Thanks, baby sis. Preach. Well, if there's nothing else to talk about, Amy, then let's get into the episode! <laughs> Dumb as shit. You guys, we kind of need you to start being a part of our Patreon because that's the level... <laughs> of quality that we can provide for you right now. (laughs) Nothing professionally mixed or made. An app on an iPhone held up to the microphone. Yeah, I'm wedging (laughs) it in between my, I have one of those um, Janet Jackson head microphones where the little mic just comes around to my face. And uh, I have to just wedge my iPhone in between the mic and my face. But (laughs) I saw somebody really nice on, I think on Instagram, I think, yeah. They sent us a message and they're like, just so you know, at this minute, it was from last episode, I think, just so you know, at this minute, the sound gets like kind of weird or something like that. And, and they're like, just thought you should know. And it was really nice. But like, I also know that it all sounds a little iffy because we really need better equipment. So appreciate letting us know. And we are working on getting better equipment for sure. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Season 2, Episode 4, Halloween. Air date, October 26th, 1997. We're still in 1997. It's a long friggin' year. All right. (laughs) We open on Tuesday, October 28th, three days before Halloween. Hank, Bill, Dale, and Boomhauer on working on their haunted house for the school kids. Boomhauer is also getting a wicked butthole rope burn in the process. <laughs> all for the art of it. Oh, I really appreciate all the work they're doing. While they're working, Hank begins to reminisce about his perfect Halloween when he was younger, 
So we get to see them. We cut to the guys. They're in their cute little kid outfits. Hank is a devil. Dale, the hippie. Bill, the convict. And Boomhauer, a last-minute ghost costume. It's really cute. It's really cute. After the boys receive only one chocolate bar, the boys wreak havoc on the stingy homeowners, who turns out to be Hank's own mother and father. (laughs) That was shocking to me because... Not only is it his own damn house, but they're just like, oh, we only got one candy bar, which is all you're supposed to get from a house. And it was a full fucking size candy bar. Thank you. That was, that was, if I met, that was a king size candy bar. That bitch was big. Yeah. It was big. It's crazy. So they go, they go wild. They lose their minds over this. So they destroy the house and then they proceed to do the rest to the, to all their other families, the rest of their families back to present day. Peggy invites Luann. 1997. Sorry. Sorry. Present day. uh, 1997. Thank you. So in case you all weren't sure. There's still (laughs) barely an internet and 9-11 hasn't happened. <laughs> oh, such innocence. Peggy invites Luann to go pick out Halloween costumes, but Luann has plans already. She is going to go to the youth fellowship meeting at their church. Nerd! So Hank Bo- <laughs> How boring. So Hank, Bobby, and Peggy go to look for Halloween costumes for Bobby, and Hank is just unimpressed with the choices that they have. He wants scary. And to be honest, one of the options is Jenny McCarthy, and in 2019, she's pretty fucking terrifying. I know. Especially to kids with weak immune systems. I know. She's <laughs> kind of indirectly responsible for the death of a lot of children. Part- I she- had that exact same note, and then I took it out because I thought it was too dark, but I'm glad you said it because it's goddamn true. I'm a speech pathologist or a speech therapist, so a, a big part of my training is just understanding that Parents with children who, you know, are on the spectrum or in treatment or have some kind of disorder that affects speech or, you know, anything else are incredibly vulnerable. And if someone says, here's the reason why there's most of the time, there's no reason why a child has a delay or a disorder and there's no evidence-based practice doesn't come with a guarantee. So it, those parents are really mm-hmm. vulnerable to people being like, here's why this has happened and here's how you cure it. And that's pretty much always something that's bunk science, but these parents latch onto it. So I really feel for Jenny McCarthy, but she has, there There are a lot of parents in her position that do the same thing that she has done, but she just happens to have a platform to spread a lot of, you know, dangerous misinformation. So I, I feel for her. I do. But uh, it's it's a shame that she she fucked up so hard. It's crazy. Well said, Jackie. Seriously. Jenny McCarthy, shut the fuck up. All right. Oh, and also I will say that uh, Dalmatians are actually scary. I had a Dalmatian. He was like our family dog for too long. And he was <laughs> worthless. He was a worthless dog dumb dog he would growl anytime you touched him he would not poop outside he would not (laughs) we would leave him out there for an hour too it's like it's ben his name was ben ben we know you haven't pooped in a week you gotta go poop and then all of a sudden it'd be 3 a.m and he is exploding all over our house so fuck dalmatians too Dalmatians and Jenny McCarthy, Hoya Pod does not endorse. No, we do not. We do not. Well, the Hills are picking out the spookiest outfit for Bobby. Luann, ever the impressionable woman, is being taken in by Miss Junie Harper, who pulls like a classic cult leader move by making Luann feel like she is smart and everyone else is wrong. Especially because Luann is objectively not smart. She, she lacks okay. certain critical thinking skills for sure. Yes, absolutely. You know, it's a it's a classic cult thing, what they do. Make the person feel special and important and that everyone else doesn't understand them. And then make them drink cyanide-laced Kool-Aid or 
renounce Halloween and never have any fun again. That's such a good point, Amy. I was really trying to put my finger on what she was doing. I know I knew it was manipulation, but cult cult leader is the perfect comparison because she I mean, part of what she's doing is working to isolate Luann from her family and it is yep. it is working so well. Yep. Yeah, classic cult thing. Everybody else is wrong. You know, you're you're the enlightened one. Mm-hmm. They're the evil wrong ones. So come to me and let me just take care of you and everything that you ever need. And also, um, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, cults, a very scary topic. The next day, Wednesday, October 29th, Hank presents Bobby with the perfect Halloween costume, his own devil costume that he wore when he was about the same age as Bobby. Hank then impresses everyone with his excellent evil laugh and encourages Bobby to work on his, which turns out to just be a little strange and asthmatic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, real quick, Jackie, let me hear your best evil laugh. Oh, I was hoping you would ask this. <clears throat> and I have been practicing, and it's not good, but here we go. Excellent. Oh my God. <laughs> Started out vampire, went to witch. Yes. And then like a witch that's a smoker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear yours now? You know, I have not practiced because I thought about asking you for this and I was like, I got to hear Jackie's evil laugh. And I was like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, I'm just going to let it come naturally. <clears throat> okay. So we're ready whenever you're actually, ready. I'm actually really nervous. So. <clears throat> No. No. That sounded like a dolphin. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay, all right. (laughs) It's still a little dolphin y, though. (laughs) All right, one more time, one more time. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with the vampire. The that was great. I think. I think that one was it. Third time's the charm. Yes. All right. <laughs> Luann returns home. She repeats what Junie Harper said about trick or treating being devil worship, a notion that raises Hank's ire. Later. Junie tells Luann she is sponsoring a Hallelujah House, which is a righteous alternative to haunted houses. Basically, it's a hell house. And if any of you are not familiar with that, it's what like evangelicals will use to scare the shit out of kids and teens from everything, everything possible that could be scared from them. Like you can't be gay, no premarital sex, um, no such thing as evolution, all that stuff. And if you think it, you're going to go to hell. And get your testicles oh ripped my God. off. I've never, um, I've never heard of uh, a hell house, but it does sound. Oh terrifying. yeah, yeah, it's scarier than any fucking haunted house you've ever been. Halloween Horror Nights has nothing on a hell house. Oh if you have been to one, please let us know. We'd be very interested. Oh, for sure, I would love to hear from someone who's been to one because I certainly never went, but I, I had heard about them. I know some churches in like our old hometown had put one on. So yeah. And I, I mean, at that point I was a teenager and I was just like, (laughs) no. When Luann tells Junie that Bobby's school is actually doing a haunted house, she threatens the principal, Carl Moss, which I'm pretty sure this is the first time we get to see Carl, uh, principal Moss. And he is one of my all time favorite side characters. He's great. So Always Good. funny. Love Always him. funny. Junie Harper, she threatens Carl Moss, Principal Moss, with a lawsuit claiming separation of church and state. Left with little choice, Moss cancels the haunted house. And this pisses Hank off. So, Hank's. <laughs> Can I just say, I, I love this part where Hank is trying to argue with Principal Moss, just like, you know, I don't know, basically just saying, you know, this is, the kids deserve a Halloween and, you know, I really want to make this happen. And Principal Moss is just like, 
listen, Hank, we can't afford another lawsuit. We blew our budget fighting wheelchair ramps and left-handed scissors. (laughs) (laughs) I think that quote made me laugh harder than anything else in the episode. (laughs) I know. It's so good. Fighting wheelchair ramps and left-handed scissors. What a hill to die on, you idiot. (laughs) Hank, Peggy, and Luann are in the kitchen. Hank is, you know, he's talking about how upset he is about all this. You know, this is his last Halloween with Bobby. You know, Bobby's going to be too old to trick or treat. He really wanted it to be great for him. So Peggy suggests that the haunted house be held inside the garage. And Luann says, nah, a haunted house is the devil's mousetrap and fun is the cheese. (laughs) Hank once again yells at Luann and calls her stupid, which, you know, either makes her cry or pisses her off. So, you know, she turns around and says, nah, I'm not stupid. Junie Harper says, I'm smart and you can't trick me. So before the fight really gets going, Peggy hops in the middle to quell the argument, but emotions are running high. We then cut to Hank initiating Bobby in the fine art of trick-or-treating by covering Junie Harper's house with Mm -hmm. toilet paper. After Bobby accidentally hits a birdhouse with toilet paper and breaks it and probably also murders the bird family that's inside, Junie Harper runs out ready to fight. She's ready Mm -hmm. to fight. She came out with her, her... Shower cap, hair net on, ready to go. Hank and Bobby book it, but Junie Harper isn't having the shit, and she gets in her car and chases them down and ends up running over her own cat in the process. Tragic. And as a cat owner, tragic. Absolutely tragic. So now we have a family of birds and a cat dead because of this stupid prank. Yeah, you even see the next day there's um, the birdhouse is smashed on her front lawn and and you just see some kind of dumb birds trying to get inside of it and then just kind of basically tripping over themselves and Bobby's seeing it and he's just, he feels so bad, but those birds are extra dumb. I mean, I, I hadn't considered the idea that maybe they had some eggs inside there and they're just desperately trying to rescue them. It's really sad. Yeah, no, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. The great bird tragedy of 1997. <laughs> Amy, real quick, have you ever TP'd or egged anyone's house? No, I haven't. And I've always, I always thought about doing it, but I was like my, my initial reaction and want to do things that are shitty and bad. I always want to do something wrong, but the fear of getting in trouble is so severe that I just, I just didn't do it. Like I would still do things that got me in trouble, but if there was like a good chance of me getting caught, I, I wouldn't do it. I know. And we can't do it now because we're adults and it's like, it's vandalism and we'll go to jail. (laughs) But if you are under 18, get your fill in now this Halloween. Seriously. Egg the shit out of somebody's house. Not my house though. Yeah. No, no, nah. I mean, you can do mine. I don't own it. So that's fine. That's true. I guess I don't care. (laughs) If you guys have done it, if any of you have, I want to hear about it. Yeah. And I want to know if you got caught and what the consequences were. And did you do anything like extra gross? Like, like were the eggs rotten or I don't know, just something extra gross. Junie Harper tracks them down in her car and they almost get away. But due to Bobby's poor athletic ability, she spots them and narks on them. Mm -hmm. Junie Harper accuses the whole family of being anti-Christian, and Peggy fires back. Junie Harper then fires back, hits Peggy with a Bible verse. The complacency of fool will dis- fools will destroy them. Proverbs. And Hank hits back with another one. Get out of my house! Exodus! <laughs> <laughs> Hank takes the blame for the incident, but out of Peggy's earshot, he praises Bobby as a regular Halloween Hellraiser. Later, Luann tells Bobby that his father is a Satanist. At first, Bobby dismisses the notion, but after recollecting several of Hank's comments about Halloween and an unpleasant liver dinner, Bobby comes to believe that Luann may be right. Again, very impressionable. Yep, very impressionable. And um, I just, I love when when Luann asks him, like, you know, has Uncle Hank ever made you drink blood? And Bobby's just like, well, he made me eat liver once. And she was just like, that's called a recovered memory. And it just... (laughs) It's so manipulative, that whole idea of, like, what you're remembering is a real thing and, like, go with it, you know? Right. It's like like hypnosis. Mm -hmm. You just plant little seeds until you, like, make them fully believe this 
absolute bullshit that never happened or like police interrogations. It, it's like crazy to think about what therapy was like around the turn of the century with like, you know, around Freud's time when this was just really being pushed. But then on top of that, everyone was on cocaine. It was just like, this <laughs> definitely happened. <laughs> Everyone's grinding their teeth. <laughs> Nobody shutting the fuck no, up. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Junie Harper convinces the city council that her house was attacked by Satanists using her own dead cat that she ran over herself as proof. As a result, the council passes a curfew that in effect cancels Halloween. Despite this, Hank vows to teach his son the true meaning of Halloween come hell or high water. So now we're on Halloween, y'all. Luann, in an attempt to save Bobby's soul, sneaks him off to Hallelujah House, where Junie Harper pushes her own religious agenda. I'm talking anti-evolution. We're talking... Grandpa Gorilla eating a baby. We're talking no premarital sex. No God, fun. God, I None. love that part because, yeah, they are walking through her house. And at first it's just like two mannequins on a date. And it's basically like, if you think about sex, here's what's going to happen. And it turns around and it's just them in a morgue with toe tags. And then it goes to the <laughs> dining room and it's a family, a mother, father, and a toy baby. Uh, and... The I don't know. It's just like, is grandpa coming to dinner? And, and a gorilla, a guy in a gorilla costume comes out. The whole joke is like, that's your, that's your father? Like, yeah, you know, they, they don't let us teach creationism in schools. And then the gorilla bites the head off the baby or something. It's so good. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's bad acting like, oh no, stop him, honey. Uh, it's so good. Meanwhile, Hank and Peggy sit by the garage, hoping trick-or-treaters will stop by to see the haunted house that Hank and his friends have worked so hard on. You know, Hank's pissed. Nobody is willing to stand up to this outrageous curfew rule. It's outrageous. Who has curfews anymore? I know, and Come I, love, on. I just love how hard Hank loves Halloween. You wouldn't expect it from someone like him, but he is, Halloween means so much to him. And he's willing to fight mm -hmm. so hard for it and even, you know, go against the law. You know, I my theory is that, you know, Hank is so straight laced all year round. And this is his one acceptable time to don a silly, too small outfit <laughs> and, you know, have fun and be a little bit goofy and outrageous. You know, so taking this away from him means a lot. Like he's got one outlet. You know, to be to be goofy, to to pull yeah. pranks. You know, don't take this away from him, Junie Harper, City Council. Yeah. Now, Peggy, you know, she goes inside. She wants Bobby to come out and join. You know, join his father at the the haunted house. And uh, Luann lets Aunt Peggy know that she actually took Bobby to Junie Harper's for his own salvation. Peggy's pissed. Peggy's pissed. She's like, "Hell no! You don't you don't try and save my boy. No." So Peggy, you know, goes out, tells, tells Hank, look, Bobby's at Junie Harper's and that's it. Hank's done. He's like, all right, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Viva la resistance. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's do this. Even despite the threat of arrest, Hank dons his devil's costume from childhood. He's rocking it, by the way, and walks down the street yelling trick or treat, trick or treat. Soon after other residents including Luann, muster the courage to join him and, and a parade of neighbors gather in front of Junie Harper's home. This is also like one of the first times that we see Hank's many, many, many instances of either breaking the law or totally disregarding it for like his own Yeah, when purpose. it's, I was just thinking about <laughs> when it's convenient for him. We cut to Junie Harper's home. We see them, they've been through the Hallelujah House. They're now being pressured into either buying timeshares or joining a hallelujah oath. So, <laughs> I know. <laughs> there's all these middle-aged men really just laying it on thick for these poor kids. Like, you ate the brownie, bitch. You better sign this contract that you will not have sex. Yeah, bribing them with brownies. <laughs> what can I do to get you to sign this contract today? You know, a lot of that. <laughs> Hank and the whole neighborhood in amazing homemade costumes. Everybody looks incredible. Somebody's wearing a lampshade on their head. Like mm -hmm. this is a great party. It's 
awesome. Someone has, um, sorry, someone has just a full cardboard box on and in Sharpie marker, it just says color TV. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so good. Last minute, ready to go. Like we got to join this. Let's get in on this, like this movement. We got to go out there. That made me think of one of my favorite costumes I've ever seen by our friend Marina, the one that got pink eye. You might remember her from last episode. Uh, but one year she just went as a washing machine. It was so well done. I'm going to, we'll have to ask her if we can post the picture. I'm sure yes. she will let us, it's but so she good. looked, it was fucking hilarious. It was great. And it looked good. And, mm-hmm. and she had like this little Tupperware that was like the opening for the washing machine. And when you opened it up, there was candy inside. What? Yes. Oh, brilliant. Really, brilliant. One brilliant. of the best costumes I've ever seen. Brilliant. All right. Hank trying to get Bobby to come join him in the fun. Join everybody. Join the resistance. He's like, come on, man. You're going to, you know, I just, I just wanted to like spend time with my son. And he gives this impassioned plea that like, it's great. Hank does like this wonderful gag where he's like, it breaks my heart. And then he pulls a fake heart out of his chest. And then he's like, oh, I've got my eye on you or I'm just keeping an eye out from my boy. And he like, oh, it's a it's a fake eye egg thing that he's got. And everybody's loving it. And Hank is just yucking it up. Mm-hmm. And then Junie Harper and Hank, they get into this back and forth. Oh, she, he's going to go to hell. And he's like, he'll get candy. Hell, candy. And Bobby's like, stop. Everybody stop. I don't give a shit about candy. I just want to hang out with my dad. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Hank and Bobby leave hand in hand. Probably not hand in hand, but they leave together. <laughs> All the kids leave. They realize I want fucking candy. I want to have fun. I don't want to be like pressured into not having sex. <laughs> I love Satan. I love Satan. Everybody, you know, goodbye, Junie Harper. Nobody cares about you anymore. Let's go celebrate some Halloween. And we end with Hank and Bobby walking off into the distance and Bobby making sure that his dad knows that he actually does still really want candy. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the episode. Yay. Well done. Oh, it's such a good episode. There are so many class. There's so much to tackle in this episode and it's so good. And I feel like you really nailed it. I, you know, I tried. It was, I mean, I told Jackie, I started writing my own notes and I mean, it's at, at this point, it's a, it's a thesis. It is so long. And I have so many quotes that I love and just so many like little things that happened. It's, it's jam packed with quality content. It's one of those episodes where, you know, from the start, you're just like, I'm just going to type out every quote I hear that I love. And you're basically just typing out all of the dialogue. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I was, I was pausing every two seconds to take notes yeah. and I was like, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. So I think we know the answer to this, but uh, as far as this episode goes, any Ladybird, any Dale ass? Not a single peep. Not a one. No. <laughs> Maybe next episode. We'll see. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find another reason to drink tequila, I think. I think we do because it's going to be years down the line. And at that point, I mean, one of us will probably be dead. We'll, so. we'll save the three shots of tequila just for that. But if anyone else has other any other good ideas, like maybe anytime there's a Chuck Mangione, we do something. Or maybe anytime there's a, I don't know, someone dies or something. I don't know. I love that Chuck Mangione one. But if you guys can come up with something even better, let us know. And keep in mind, this is a group activity. You will also be joining us in this. So remember that. Keep an eye out All right. for whatever you suggest. If you're not drinking, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I mean, whatever, you know, do your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be sober? That's cool too. Yeah. If, if you're not drinking, I want you to be involved too. You go outside and you're going to have to do like, I don't know, 700 pushups, but the high, the high you're going to get from that will, will work. I think. Just go outside and scream for like 10 minutes solid. Yes. That's it. All right. Deal. <laughs> Deal. Deal. Sounds good. All right. So got that out of the way. Now, guest stars. We've got, we've got a biggie, Jackie. Yep. Sally. Bucket. Oregon. Field. Fields. Field. No, field. Field. I always want to say Sally Fields, but I I had to look it up. It's Sally Field. Singular. Field. Yeah. 
one field, just one. <laughs> <laughs> she's huge. I mean, if you guys don't know her, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, she's been in just so much and she has, you know, I, even before we started doing this, I remember like very few of the guest stars do I recognize their voices because they usually do an accent or, or something. And I'm always like really impressed. I'm like, Oh shit, that was, you know, that was so-and-so. Wow. I had no idea. But yeah. even with this one, Sally Field has such a distinct voice that I was like, that sounds like Sally Field. And then I remember looking it up. This was a couple of months ago. I was like, I knew it. I remember Mrs. Doubtfire. I remember you. <laughs> yeah, it was nagging at me the entire episode the first time I watched it, uh, you know, th this round preparing for the episode. And I was like, I know I can't pinpoint it, but I know it. And then I looked it up at Sally Field. For me specifically, I heard a little um, a little bit of her role from Forrest Gump where she plays Tom Hanks' mom. Yes. And she has a yes. little bit of like a twang in that movie. And she she has that a little bit in this episode, too. But of course, she was also, like you said, Mrs. Doubtfire. She was in Steel Magnolias and a billion other things. I mean, Sally Field is prolific. Mm -hmm. That was the only one that I knew of, though. I mean, did you see any other guest stars? The only other person I really looked into was um, Principal Moss, but he's not really a guest star. He's, like you said, um, kind of, how did you describe it? Uh, not a side background, character. a side character, definitely. And that's that's voiced by David Berkeley, who's done a lot of stuff too. Um, but he is in a lot of episodes. I think I saw like 35 episodes of King of the Hill. Um, and Isn't he dead now? He he died of a heart attack in his sleep. I know. Yeah. God. I did, I did look that up. <laughs> God, there's oh. so much tragedy. I know. This I, fucking cast. He's been in a lot of stuff. But the only thing that stands out to me is that I looked up how he died. My two things. My two things I am most concerned about. How did they die? And were they in Texas, Walker, Texas Ranger? Then he was not. <laughs> but he is dead. But he did die. He did die. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's such a bummer. I mean, like, God, how many people have died that have been on this show? What a, what's so sad. Well, it's been around for literal decades so very true very true all right so that that would be it for guest stars quotes jackie i know that this one is heavy with good 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 quotes i i don't know how to even pick one i mean there's i've got a ton so it's it's hard I, my my main quotes come mainly from dale and Oh, uh, yes. one of my first ones is, um, oh, it's the part after Hank and Bobby TP and egg Junie Harper's house and they're running away from the cops and they get back to their home and the cops are searching the neighborhood and Hank's like, you know, we have to ditch the evidence. And so they throw this little plastic bag, you know, like a shopping bag of eggs and toilet paper. They throw it over the fence onto Dale's roof and it kind of creates a little like thud thud <laughs> and it cuts to Dale in his living room and he's in his underwear in the dark watching TV and he hears the thud thud uh, you hear like Sanford and Son music <laughs> I love it which is his favorite show and I, I love that they keep that gag running the whole series I know and and he hears a little thud thud and he just screams and drops to the floor and a little spider scuttles by and he screams again. And it's, I love, there's nothing I love more than Dale scream. It, it can't be replicated, but it's so good. And then, and then later in the episode, he's at the city council and he's talking about what happened to him. <laughs> you know, the eggs and toilet paper being thrown on his roof. And he's just like, the vandalism at my house can only be described as a hate crime. Somebody hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that somebody hates, hates Dale, Dale Gribble. Gribble. <laughs> I love that. Let the record show. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Somebody hates me. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people hate you, Dale. <laughs> a lot. I love it. And the only, the only, I mean, I love so many quotes, but the only other one that I really, really loved was also um, it's from Dale and it's at the end when they're Hank is 
creating this Halloween revolution and he's stomping around the neighborhood and he's like, trick or treat. And all one by one, all of his friends come out. <laughs> Boomhauer is a fucking mime. Uh, so funny. Uh, uh, Bill is initially a ghost, but the sheet rips. So he becomes a toga guy. And then Dale comes out and he's in a three piece suit. I, I, and he just says, Ooh, I'm a high priced Washington lobbyist peddling influence. Who wants candy? (laughs) (laughs) And again, another outfit that's never been more terrifying than in 2019. I know. (laughs) It's so good. I know. I love, I love Dale. Just, we don't even see a whole lot of him in this episode, but everything he says is good. And when he goes to, Carl Moss and um, Principal Moss is like, Dale, you know, you can't smoke in here. It's a school. And he's like, oh, all right. And he's like, Jackass says what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I know what? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> such a dick move. I, I love it. It's so good. It's so embarrassing when someone gets you with that, too. So again, I have another Boomhauer. Yes. And it's when they're all kids, you know, and Boomhauer's in his floral ghost mm-hmm. sheet costume and he says yeah man talk about ah, 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 dang old boo man (laughs) (laughs) so good I love Dale and he went in that episode too or in that scene where he's like you got any candy cigarettes which I love a candy cigarette (laughs) well let it be known that Hoya podcast loves candy cigarettes if you're gonna send us anything send us candy cigarettes we would like to be endorsed by big, big candy cigarette, big candy tobacco. Absolutely, the smooth <laughs> taste of big candy cigarette. I also love, uh, you know, when Bobby, he's Hank and Bobby are driving past Junie Harper's house after they've vandalized it, and you know, Bob uh, Hank's like, "Ha ha, suck it! You got what you deserved." And and Bobby is looking over. He sees like the the birds trying to revive their dead oh. baby eggs. He sees Junie Harper trying to pull down, you know, the the toilet paper from the tree. And he just says, I'll never use toilet paper in anger again. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, I got one more. And it's from Luann when she finds out that, you know, like Halloween's a satanic holiday. She runs in. Uncle Hank and Peggy, I have terrible news. Halloween is a satanic holiday, and it was invented by the Druish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slightly anti-Semitic. <laughs> the Druish. So those are those are some of my favorite. I mean, there's there's even more, but I'm not. I mean, this will just all be favorite quotes, and again, will just be me reading the script over and over again. I know so much. I love, I also, it's not a quote, but I love the beginning, how the episode starts out. It's Hank, Dale, Bill, and Boomhauer working on Halloween decorations for the, what's supposed to be the haunted house at the school. And it shows somebody drawing a chalk line around a body and it gets around the face and you see like a cigarette sticking out of the person's face and then it just there's like a pull and the cigarette lights up and you realize, oh, that's Dale. And then you realize, oh, they're just drawing. And <laughs> the chalk outline looks like with the cigarette outline, it looks like someone just sticking their tongue out. <laughs> I know. What an excellent opening. Mm-hmm. So funny. Mm-hmm. Such a funny visual gag. I love it. And the music is creepy too. I, I, I like that. So good. Love it. So Jackie, are you fucking ready for some trivia? <laughs> oh, I think a better question is, Amy, are you ready for trivia? Did you just fart? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, did I? <laughs> Yeah, I am ready for some fucking trivia, and I hope... Ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready. All right, who goes first? You know what? Why don't you go first? Because you're just so good at this. Oh, shit. you go first? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Do I really want to fuck you over, or do I want to be gentle? Bring it. 
ain't scared. I have four questions picked out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right, I'll, I'll be I'll be gentle. Mm. When Amy, Amy, mm. when Hank is decorating, he has several decorations haunted house one of them is a prop witch what is the witch's name hagatha because that was one of my quotes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i shouldn't have been gentle i should have been no go come Uh, on give me another one bring it on bring it on i'm feeling i'm feeling on top of the world here bring it on i don't know if any okay do this junie is running a hallelujah house on halloween what is the price of admission your soul. Nope. It's five dollars. Damn it. <laughs> Bring it on. Wait, did you trivia me? I didn't, but I don't think did you have other trivias? Well <laughs> I have one more <laughs> trivia. Mm. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. All yes. right. I have one more trivia. Okay. What is Junie Harper's cat's name? God damn it, that was mine for you. I knew it. <laughs> take it back, take it back, take it back. You know what? Fine. His name is Joshua. But here's my <laughs> trivia question for you. What color is his collar? Fuck. Magenta. It's orange. Yeah! <laughs> and that's so crazy. I almost had a question for you. What's Principal Moss's? What's the color of Principal Moss's tie? Green. Yes. all right oh that was intense trivia huh trivia is getting very intense i think our natural competitiveness like all of our geniality just goes out the window the second (laughs) trivia comes on it's just like jackie that was really good i appreciate guess what bitch it's trivia time (laughs) you can suck my trivia dick Well, oh, okay. Well, that was fun. That was fun. That was a great episode. Something something that did strike me during that episode was just a lot of costume inspiration during that episode. Of course, Hank Hank wearing his childhood devil costume as an adult, I think is a great costume. First of all, you only have to buy a child's devil costume, which must be Yeah, the whole point is to wear something that's way too small for you. Uh, and it must be less expensive than buying an adult costume, just get some glasses. But I also like, I also like Luann's cost devil costume at the end of the episode with her hair sticking straight up. Like so cute. Mm-hmm. She looked so cute. I love that. And, you know, I also think that like, all you need for Hank's costume is like probably like $15 and a lot of self-confidence. Oh yeah. <laughs> to wear that belly shirt, that that those tight little pants that are going to going to hug your junk so nicely. Yeah. Uh, any whatever kind of junk you have, let it be pronounced. Camel, moose knuckle, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Neither all of the above. Yeah. Let it go. Let it out. Let it out. Thinking about our Halloween costume contest coming up, you know, if you look like a character, that's great. But if you also look insane, that's pretty great too. <laughs> and wearing a child's costume kind of checks that box off. So checks both of mm-hmm. them. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of like costumes, Jackie, what do you have like a favorite Halloween costume that you've done before? Because I've I've I know of like all of your costumes that I can think of like my favorites of yours. But I'm just curious if you have any. Well, I love Halloween. I love it so mm-hmm. much. It's one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. I want to get married on Halloween. It's it's one of my it's my <gasps> Christmas. And yes. yes. And my costume last year stands out the most to me, but I I've really appreciated every Halloween and tried to do my best costume. But last year I was uh grapes. And <laughs> I liked this costume partly because you're just fil- you're covered in balloons. And I also really like this costume because I had I went to a Halloween I went to a Halloween party and my friend picked me up and she happens to drive a scooter. 
so I was riding on the back of her scooter in my grapes costume and all of the little grapes around me were just like (laughs) (laughs) oh so we're gonna we're definitely gonna post the pictures of our you know what you know what I think we should do I think we should send it in an email so go to our website hoyapod.com and sign up for our email list. And when this episode drops, we will put we'll send an email out with our favorite Halloween costumes that we ever wore. And you have to see Jackie's grape costume because I mean, you know, every once in a while I'll get drunk and I'll just like look at your personal Instagram, Jackie, because I just Of course I do the same with you. I, I just want to like look at you. So I recently saw that and I I remember the first time I saw it, I fucking cracked up because your caption is just I rode on the back of a scooter in this (laughs) (laughs) and then you look I've never seen somebody rock a grape outfit like you before you looked so good it was so amazing I love it so much and it's so funny you mentioned that because I did notice like I just saw that a couple weeks ago and I was like god I love her <laughs> the year before I was a slice of pizza and I really got into just being food. Yeah, I mean, it's great. I want to be a fruit pie. So, you know, I understand. Um, you know, Jackie, wanna so I remember when you were a devil once for one year. That's right. Yeah, and you were oh, she was sexy. I oh. look good in red. I just yeah, do. you do. You really and purple. You looked great. So I remember that because that's that year was one of my favorite costumes that I've ever done because mm-hmm. I am generally one of those people who I don't I put zero effort into costumes and I've been a cat I can't even tell you how many fucking times because um I rock a cat eye so let me just like look really cute while I'm doing this and also just only wear black which is my safety color mm. so anyway but that year I took a chance I was super into Harvey Birdman Attorney at Law the show <laughs> And I was Bird Girl, and I fucking love that outfit. It was so much fun. I felt like a superhero. I found like really cool glasses that looked like a mask. I made my dad like cut wings for me out of like a cart piece of cardboard, blue cardboard. I had like the you know the the jacket with the belt around it and the skirt and the yellow leggings. I just loved it and I felt so good in it and I got drunk as hell that night and I never felt more confident in myself ever. That was a great, I was there, that's the night I was a devil and that was a great party and you looked fantastic. One of my other favorite costumes that you did was, I think it was, what do you call it, like pulp comics? Yeah, like pop art comics. You were like a pop art comics girl, the kind that has like all the dots on her face with the little like thought bubble above her head and you're so good at makeup that it was just it was one of my favorite costumes of all time it was so great yeah it was fun and it's easy to do you know you just like you know put dots on your face and do like really dramatic makeup and it was it was easy and I like I wore the same clothes that I would always wear so just from like my neck up it looked really cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that those are some some good costumes Mm -hmm. Also, you were Louise Belcher one year. Oh, yeah. That was a, one of my favorite ones. That, doing a cartoon, you know, speaking of, because mm-hmm. Gabriel's a cartoon. But <laughs> I went to an epic Halloween party that year when I was living in Portland. And it was so great because I just had the green dress and the pink bunny ears. And I went to this massive house party where it was just shoulder to shoulder people, decorations everywhere. And most people didn't really understand, but every once in a while, someone would run up to you and just be like, oh my God, you're Louise Belcher. And it was so (laughs) worth it. Yes. I know. That's how I felt when I was bird girl. Like only a few people got it, but they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, it was worth it all just for that. Oh, so good. (laughs) Send us your favorite costumes. That's, I love Halloween. Yes, please. Oh, we would love that. And we will send you our costumes that we've had in years past. Mm-hmm. And maybe even this year, we'll we'll get one out later. Because I definitely want to see you. So, Amy, we're, I think, ready for our next mm. segment, which is listener comments. And we have a submission 
from a listener. You may know them as Die 3 Teeter Kelp <laughs> and or <laughs> Diet Dr. Kelp, which they sent us this submission of them singing the the listener comment song and they signed it Die 3 Teeter Kelp, like <laughs> D-I space 3 space Teeter space Kelp. So... <laughs> Thank you for being a good sport about it. <laughs> Thank you for being a good sport. And here is their <laughs> listener comments song. With listener comments, you listen for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Die three teeter kelp. That's so good. <laughs> <so> good. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much for that diet, Dr. Kelp. We I know we love it. So well, let's... I just wanted to say we got that right after we had already recorded the last episode. Um and so we're so excited to use that. But we also have another one that someone submitted this week. So don't worry, mystery listener. We'll be using yours next week. Thank you again. And please, if anyone else is interested in submitting their own listener comment song, please email us at hello at hoyapod.com and just put listener comments song in the subject. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let's get into some <laughs> listener comments. <laughs> so one that I really love, and I'm really happy that somebody mentioned this. It's Tim is so smirk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my two favorite lines. I'm stirring in the cheese powder. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that we, that, you know, I didn't mention it, but I love that line. It's so funny. Like, look, it's, it's happening. Dinner's happening. The mac and cheese is going like, get in here. I know Peggy's (laughs) like dinner's almost ready. I'm stirring in the cheese powder now. So relatable. (laughs) I know. I know. And then of course the get out of my house exodus. So thank you. Tim is so smart. smart. I know a lot of people, um, submitted that including elf fudges goo elf you disguises i goo sorry if we're getting your name wrong but just know that if we are we're probably gonna just talk about it for the rest of our lives (laughs) for the entire rest of this series that we do that's also (laughs) also submitted by Pete Van Dyke. I, I think we nailed that. I think you're yep. in the clear. Also, Adam Yapo. Adam Yapo. Well. Adam Yapo. Adam Yapo. <laughs> Simpson uh, Fights also put that in there. Also, Get Out of My House Exodus. <laughs> and Nintari, Nintari Wizard. Wizard. Yay. We see a lot of Nintari Wizard, don't we? <laughs> yep. You're a good friend. You're you a good friend a of the pod. Good friend. Also, Young Lord Neruda. Is that what you said? I didn't. Okay. Young Lord Naruto also <laughs> submitted Get Out of My House Exodus. So I love this one. So King of the Hill Daily says, I hear Satanists like my dad like to sacrifice virgins, so we better both watch out. Yeah. And then Luann is just like, uh, uh <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and they also said, seriously, all of it, best episode ever. Seriously, you're right. Like we... We can't even pick one good thing we like. It's all so good. I know. I love that part, too, because Luann is just so awkward because, you know, obviously she's not a virgin and Bobby has no idea. <laughs> but it also kind of she's a little bit of a pain in the butt this episode, uh, you know, but she, you know, she's being manipulated and, and that's, you know, yes. anyone can be manipulated. Uh, but, yeah, it's just a little moment where it's like you're a little bit of a hypocrite here Luann you know Mm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so (laughs) I just gotta I gotta give a shout out to my girl Kelly uh Mitchell Pants she's never seen the show in her entire life (laughs) I just saw it I just saw it (laughs) so listen Kelly is, I have known her since I was in kindergarten. She's married to my cousin. She is a best friend. I love her oh, so much. She's like my sister. I love Kelly. And love she's, her. She's never seen King of the Hill. Maybe, maybe one or two episodes. <laughs> and we asked about this specific episode and she said, my favorite spooky movie is The Birds. <laughs> With 
Tom Hanks. Uh, I don't. I have no. Clue. I think. I think it's the birds. I think it's the movie with Tom Hanks. I saw it once a long time ago. I can't remember anything about it except I think that Tom Hanks is in it, and it is spooky. So thank you, thank you, Kelly Mitchell thank Pants. You. I know you. I know you're not listening to this episode. I but. know. <laughs> I do love her. I appreciate the submission. She's not going to hear this. <laughs> no, I God, I love her. All right. Also, I hope you suffer. Podcast. We're going to deliver a hot meal to old people and then blow on it. <laughs> oh, Luann. <laughs> That's when uh, Peggy's trying to get her to go to Megalomart to buy costumes, right? And Luann's just like, "Sorry, I yeah. can't. I got to go to group and blow on a cult meeting." <laughs> she didn't know, but yeah. That's exactly what she goes to. Enjoy Quantum says just the name Hank Hell. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Peggy's response. I think Hank Heck would have worked just as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to be a nerd loser, come on. I produce monsters. Let the record show someone hates Dale Gribble. Uh, okay, first of all, this is an amazing username. Sharts and Crafts. <laughs> Oh, says uh, that Pygmalion. (laughs) Sorry, that is that is in the running for my favorite name next to Crumb Dumpster. (laughs) Definitely says Pygmalion. Season seven, episode nine will always be super creepy to me. Yes, that episode is creepy, and I fucking love that episode. I cannot wait to talk about it. That could be another Halloween special episode, like if it takes us too long to actually get to it. Maybe next year we could use that one because they go to a Halloween party. It's very much like a, a horror movie. And I I know people Definitely. feel conflicted about that episode, but I love it. Uh, I love Michael Keaton and I love how creepy it is. Mm-hmm. I love that there there's a, a essentially a murder that happens and nothing, nobody faces any consequences. It's the mm-hmm. best. <laughs> yes, seriously. <laughs> Macy underscore C137 says, Okay, Susie, what's it going to take for you to join the Hallelujah Club tonight? Last comment by Katie Creates. Stop him. He's eating the baby. We can't. It's against the law to teach creationism. Love that part. Thank you, Katie Creates. All right. So we also asked people, we asked y'all for a spoopy, spoopy story. And we only got one. <laughs> so Jackie, I'm going to need you to play some extra scary background music while I uh, relate the story. All right. Let me see Are you up I for have. it? Yes. <gasps> oh my God. That's terrifying. I love it. Keep it going. Is it too quiet? No, it's perfect. Okay. This, this spoopy listener submission comes from emophobe they say i used to live in denton 38 miles from what is considered arlen and there's a pretty famous haunted area (laughs) and there's a pretty famous haunted area there called goat man's bridge long story short a demon lives there supposedly a friend of mine went there with her cousin to show it off There's kind of a parking lot that leads to a trail that goes to the bridge. They both checked out the bridge at night, did that spooky shit, and then went back to their car. Whoa. When they turned on the car lights, there was a figure facing the car and the trail a ways away. What? It was standing standing perfectly still until she put the car in reverse, and then it broke into a full-on sprint. (gasps) No, no, no. This terrifying figure ran after their car. She says she spun out of that parking lot so damn fast and never went back no i have goosebumps how about you oh my god no no that's no. fucking terrifying i would no, 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 poop no. my pants instantly that's terrifying god no no did they <laughs> did they that's live? it i mean i she retold the story so yeah jesus christ yeah maybe that's... she sacrificed her friend that you only have to listen everyone you only have to run faster than your friend I know, and that's the saddest thing is that I know I will always be the one that dies in that case. I'm oh, so slow. <laughs> all you have to do is just break someone's leg. That's it. true. I, I mean, I would 100% like pull somebody back and like just keep on running. <laughs> that's it. That's why, lesson to the listeners, it's 
always worth having a disposable friend. <laughs> you may think, why do we hang out with them? They're not worth it. I don't, don't connect. Keep them around. Keep them around. <laughs> All right, Jackie, I'm thoroughly terrified now. We've had some spooky, spooky stories. We've had some yep. spooky laughs. So I'm going to hold on to those. Jackie, we have some Patreons that we have to say something to. Oh, we have to say hi. <laughs> we have to scream at them like a bird. And we also... <laughs> chirp, 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 chirp. <laughs> we also have to <laughs> say hi. Uh, and thank you. So we're going to go boom, 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 back and forth. We're going to do one and then one and then one. You ready? You ready, ready? for this? All right. So shout out to Jennifer C. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Laura T. And shout out, special shout out to Billy W., a.k.a. my future brother-in-law. Hey, Billy. Oh. Up in Long Island. Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much, everyone. We are so excited. We got some live podcast people. We got a live watch party. You know, we we can't wait. And by the way, we're going to have all that info for you guys very soon. We'll be sending it into your inbox, your Patreon, however that thing works. I'm still figuring it out. All right, everyone. Hope you weren't too terrified from this extra spooky uh, Oh Yeah podcast episode. And we just want to say happy Halloween to all you creeps happy halloween mm-hmm. you ghosties and ghouls and as always via, via con, con dios, dios.